Hey there guys and welcome to Headbang Fridays. This is episode number two. My name is Alexander and I'm going to be hosting the show. As we speak, I'm drinking a deliciously cold penis and gun bourbon barrel scotch ale. Cheers. On episode one, I explain a little on what the podcast is going to be about. If you haven't listened to it, then go pause this one and go listen to it. Like now. Now! So I wanted to start this episode by letting you guys know a little bit about me. I was around 12 when I started listening to rock. I grew in the 90s right when the new metal era exploded and basically were all of those bands the ones that got me into rock and into metal. So yeah, no heroic true metal story here about how I got into metal and no I didn't join like a brotherhood of metal or some shit like that, no. So there was no magical moment for me, it was actually the nookie, so you can take that cookie. Man, I envy all of those fuckers born in the 60s and the 70s. They always have like these amazing stories about how they got into metal, like when they got this epiphany right when Gene Simmons splashed blood all over them or some shit like that. And then naturally, um, after I got into rock and metal and all of that, I wanted to be a musician. So then I got myself a guitar. Well, actually, my parents got me one for my birthday because, of course, they knew that I was going to drive them crazy by having a drum kit at home. And from then on, it was this maniac obsession with rock and metal. And with it came also the obsession for instruments and gear. And then I graduated from high school and twice I chose the wrong career. At the moment, I thought that as much as I loved music, I wasn't going to make a career out of it. Which now I know that it's complete bullshit, because if you put your heart and soul on whatever the fuck is that you want to achieve in life, then you are going to make it. Believe me. So, third time's a charm, right? I was at the fourth year of law school, when I realized that I was going to spend the rest of my life working in something that I didn't love. And that simply it wasn't me. That made me lose my sleep for a couple of months until I grew a pair of balls and I made the, I made the decision to go for what I really loved, which is, of course, music. I bailed on law, law school immediately and then I started studying audio engineering and music production, which I graduated from. I remember my first days at the audio production school I just couldn't believe that I was actually going to make a career out of something that I loved. And it's an amazing feeling, to be honest. If you are doing something that you hate right now, or simply something in which your soul isn't connected to, then go for a walk, drink a beer, go to India if you have to. And then, my friend, ask yourself, what is that you love? What is that thing that you absolutely love? which you can turn into a career while also helping others achieve something. And by the way, thanks to my parents and grandparents who had to put with their anxious little son while making his mind on what to fucking do in life while quitting two careers and still being supportive. So, thanks. 
that's me in a nutshell. Actually, I'm living in, well, right now I'm living in Spain, in the not metal at all Mallorca Island. I have to leave my country due to the political and social havoc we were having back there. But that's another story and I'm not going to bore you with that shit. Thank you, communism, by the way. So the podcast idea, it came to me like an epiphany while I was listening to some good music and enjoying a good beer, of course. Also, I'm doing this because lately I felt that I lost some of the connection and excitement that I had while listening to rock and metal. So I thought that this was going to make me dwell more into it while also meeting people having fun and listening to metal on a daily basis once again. As I explained in the intro, I'm planning on making this podcast as fun, entertaining and idiotic as I can, while also having interesting conversations with fellow musicians, artists, friends and gearheads. So enough about me, let's jump to what has been happening these last few days in the metal and rock scene. So I'm going to start with some shitty bad news. Randy Rampage, ex-vocalist of the known Canadian trash metal Annihilator, died at the age of 58. This really sucks. I'm not a huge fan of trash metal, but Annihilator is one of those bands that has a special place inside of my little heart. Um, Randy appeared on the Alice in Hell, the Annihilator's de debut, and then he came back in 99 for the Criteria for a Black Widow, which is one of my favorite Annihilator's album. And to be honest, I think that this guy was the best vocalist Annihilator ever had. So to pay my respects, I'm sure we're going to blast some of those amazing songs from the Criteria for a Black Widow and the Alice in Hell. So enough about the bad news, these are some delicious good news. Behemoth, they're about to release an album on October 5th. I love you at your darkest. Nergal said that this is going to be something like a crushing salvo of black metal majesty replete with hellish riffs thundering drum cannonades and soaring liturgical choirs. Holy fucking shit, if that doesn't get you excited, you have a problem, my friend. Behemoth is one of those bands that always keep you excited, because they always evolve in every and each album they make. A really interesting uh, experiment for you to do is to go to the Grom album, go to like the first album they ever released, and then start listening to the next album and then the next album and immediately you're going to notice the evolution and the change they bring into every new album for example you'll be surprised if you haven't listened to like the first album and then you go back to like i don't know the apostasy and the difference is radical i mean like their first albums is pure raw black metal And then, obviously, what they are doing right now is something really, really interesting. And also they release a video for their first single, which is God Dog, 
Once again, I think that musically they are bringing something new to the table. Um, obviously, it comes very, very much in the vein of the Satanist, but it's definitely different, slightly at least. For example, in, in this song, there's a part which I really like, that it's near the end, where it's not as straightforward as all of the albums, where there's a riff and there are blast beats um, on the back and all of that. Um, there's like this slow arpeggios, and right at the back, you can hear some pretty interesting bass arrangements. And it's different, and then you hear like some kids' choir and all of that. It's really good. I really like it. I'm excited for this album. Also, Nergal said that this album is going to contain a 17-piece Polish orchestra, which is also something that I really like, and there's a couple of bands doing this. The first one that comes to mind is Septic Flesh. Holy fucking shit. Codex Omega. If you haven't listened to that album, go and buy it, go listen to one song. It only takes you one song to fall in love with that beautiful, dark, nostalgic and brutal album that is. To be honest, it's my last year favorite album. It's actually stupid how well done this album is. I mean, like, it's fucking amazing. Go fucking buy it. Septic Flesh, Codex Omega. And back on Behemoth, um, this couple of months they are going to keep on touring Europe. And then they are going to hit the States and Canada alongside with At The Gates and Wolves in the Trump Room. Holy fucking shit. That's a fucking amazing lineup. And then after they hit the States, they come back to Europe keeping that same lineup. And the most important thing is that they are going to play in Barcelona which is really near from where I am right now, and I'm definitely fucking going! And as I said before, one of the motifs why I'm doing this podcast is because I felt that I lost some of the connection and excitement that I once had for rock and metal in general. So, to feed that hunger once again, I'm going to share a band that I just discovered. Their name is Foscor. It's a Spanish band, an atmospheric like post-rock band from Catalonia. They remind me a little bit of bands like Alcest, maybe the new Catatonia, and also I think they sound a little bit like Anathema. I'm not saying it sounds exactly like those bands, but in case you like one of these bands, or the three, then you should definitely check them out. I'm going to leave you a link so you can check them out. And maybe if you like them, support them and buy their album and buy their songs and buy anything. Support music. Don't be such a fucking asshole. 
actually that remind me of something. When I referred as Mallorca being a not metal island, I was joking uh, about, you know, this little piece of sand being a complete tourist infest place where no metal festival occur whatsoever. And there's only space here for the beauty, beachy, flashy, preppy people, trendy shit, kind of that in music. But uh, I mean, like, it was a joke. Actually, like around March, I went to this gig. There was a sludge band. And me being a, a judgmental prick, I was like, oh yeah, great, an, an island band. And to be honest, they really fucking blew my mind. They are a sludge band, Deadwood Tree, and they are fucking amazing. I'm also going to leave a link below so you can go and listen to some of their music. And once again, support them, buy some shirts, buy some albums, some stickers if you like. But support the music that you love. So, keeping that same vibe of discovering new bands, in this section I'm going to hit the random button on the Metal Archives web, and hopefully I don't get like Manowar or some shit like that. Nah, I'm just kidding. But yes, they suck. Ceremony. Dodge Death Metal Band. Apparently they only have one full-length album, which is called Tyranny from Above. And here's a little something from them. The album is from 1993. As I said before, it's called Tyranny from Above. It's a old school death metal, and I like it. I like it. I'm not in love with it. I mean, like I haven't had the time to listen to like the whole album. I I don't know where to find it. I hope I get my hands on it. But for what I'm listening right now, it's a old school death metal band. I like it. It has like some raw, unfinished touch to it, which I think music nowadays needs. I'm not saying that a well-produced album it's a bad thing, but I think that death metal should be raw, should be a little bit unpolished and a little bit dirty. That sounded sexy as hell. Ceremony, Tyranny from Above, a band from Netherlands. Apparently they are an active band, for what I'm reading here in the Metal Archives web, so go check them out. I'm going to try to find some music which you can listen to, and then I would love to hear your comments and read... I can't hear comments, that's really fucking stupid. To read your comments about what you think the band sounds like and if you like it or you didn't. And since I'm a musician, a musician, no, a musician, since I'm a musician, and this is a music podcast, I felt the need 
to add a section where I can discuss about gear, instruments, plugins, reviews, endorsed models, and whatnot. And in this episode, I wanted to talk about something that I've been seeing a lot these days in the internet. And that is the theme of cheap guitars versus high-end guitars. Also, I wanted to like touch the subject about the new Gibson guitars and the new models and the latest models. Like people are saying that they are poorly made, that they don't have like the quality control that is needed. And basically you get like a cheap guitar feel and you are paying like $2,000 and $1,000 or something like that. And that is why Gibson went to fucking hell. I think guitars and instruments in general, all of those companies, should always be about making a good quality instrument. Because to be honest, I don't want to fucking buy a dildo with the Gibson name on it. I just want a good quality guitar. And thanks to some shitty management, I think that's why Gibson is going down the toilet. There are some rumors that the brand was owned already by some famous guitar player. I have no idea who the fuck that is. But to be honest, I don't think this guy is going to fuck it up. At least he's not going to make a horrendous, horribly fucking... Ugh, that fucking new Flying B. What the flying fuck, Gibson? What the fuck? So, back on the subject. I wanted to talk about these new brands that are made in China or Indonesia or some of those places which you think they make like shitty guitars, but actually not anymore. I think in the 80s or in the 70s when you used to buy like guitars from China or somewhere else in Asia, you get like a shitty instrument. But it's been like 30 and 40 years. These guys have like shitloads of experience making guitars now. So the great thing here is that you don't have to expend thousands and thousands of dollars in a good quality guitar. You can get a lot from a fraction of the price that one of these companies are like charging for one of their high-end guitars and actually it's a great thing if you see it like some sort of experiment when i first got a guitar my parents got me a stratocaster copy and i hated that model i really didn't like it because obviously i wanted some rock beast monster with infinite amounts of gain in it so the first thing i did was i sold that thing and i got myself a super strat but then I grew old and I started to listen to some good music. And then I realized that that quacky Stratocaster type of sound, I, I loved it. I really liked it for like some classic rock things. And I like it. I like it now. But once again, I didn't want to expend $1,000 or $800 on an American-made Fender Stratocaster. So I started to investigate and looking for like the best quality, the best bang for the buck, so to say. I really didn't want it to buy a, squ a Squire because I read so much shitty things online and on reviews and I didn't want it that. I mean, I'm not the type of guy that it's going to buy a guitar only because it looks like this brand and this brand is really famous and it's expensive. I don't give a shit about that. And obviously, it's not that I'm expecting to get diamonds for $100 or $200. Uh, 
since I know that Stratocasters are really cheap to build, they are very easy to copy and that you don't need a $1,000 guitar, a Stratocaster at least, to sound amazing. So I went to this brand, Harley Benton. Don't get me wrong, but I get a little upset when it comes to buying something. I spend hours and hours upon hours reading reviews, watching videos and whatnot before I finally make a decision. The last thing that helped me to make my decision was this video that I saw in which the guy compared um, a 1980 or something Stratocaster with this Harley Benton. And he recorded and he played the same thing on both guitars. And to be honest, the sound quality was was exactly the same. Obviously, it's not going to sound the same. Maybe the Stratocaster sounded a little bit different in terms of EQing or something like that. But it was very, very similar. And that's exactly what I wanted. And then the guy said that the feel was... Uh, really really like the fender he was playing and then I saw the price and I were like well this is fucking crazy and I got myself a Stratocaster a Harley Benton Stratocaster which then I relicked I destroyed that poor guitar because uh, I love the feeling of having something that looks like shit and that looks a little destroyed, but it works. So I butchered the shit out of that guitar. And then I did something nice. I upgraded the pickups. I bought a Hot Rails for the bridge pickup. And then I bought a push-pull tone knob because I wanted to keep that quacky um, Stratocaster type of sound for the bridge pickup. But I also wanted a humbucker style of sound. And I also threw a kill switch. And still with all of those upgrades, I'm not even close to a mid-range Squire. And besides, the fun thing is, I mean, like, these guitars are like blank canvas, which you obviously are going to upgrade. The pickups, um, the, machine, the machine heads, the knot, and all of that. While you learn a lot about guitar modifications, and it's really fun. I really like that. I'm not the kind of guy who likes to buy a guitar and expect to work perfectly. I really like to spend some time in knowing the instrument and upgrading it and doing all of these things. Do it your fucking self, man. So, guys, this is it. Thanks a lot for listening. Please, I would love to read your comments about everything that I just talked about because I can't remember all of the themes that I touch. My short-term memory is really fucked up. So, TGIF, motherfuckers, this is Friday. Bang your head. Don't kill yourself. There's a world out there who wants you alive. Much love. Thank you so much for listening. Break your neck. <laughs>